This is Rabbi Yonatan Yudrin, and welcome to the Sparks from the Fire Torah Podcast, brought to you by the RRG Beit Midrash, the spiritual home for Hebrew University students on campus. Parshat Bo, the transformation of a nation, in loving memory of David Yosef ben Yaakov Verachel. V'yitain Adonai etchen ha'am b'einei Mitzrayim, gam ha'ish Moshe gadol me'od b'eretz Mitzrayim, b'einei avdei Pharao u'b'einei ha'am. God gave the people favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. Moreover, Moshe himself was much esteemed in the land of Egypt, among Paro's advisors and among the people. After 430 bitter years of oppression, Am Yisrael will finally be freed from Paro and their Egyptian captors. With Egypt in ruin and each house a house of mourning, the time for Am Yisrael's redemption has arrived. But how do we imagine the Israelites as they left Egypt in the middle of the night? How do they look physically? In what emotional and spiritual state do we find them in as they make the preparations to walk out of Egypt? Additionally, how did the Egyptians look at this nation of slaves as they headed towards the Promised Land? For the majority of the last two weeks' Torah portions, the text has focused on the damage of the plagues and the interactions between Moshe and Aaron and Paro. The last we heard anything about Am Yisrael was all the way back in chapter 6, when they could not even hear Moshe's promise of salvation, so crushed were their spirits by cruel bondage. But in chapter 11, After the first nine plagues, the nation is again listening with ears wide open, and the moment of salvation is nearly upon them. God tells Moshe that they will leave after this one last plague. Oh, and by the way, God adds, on the way out, tell the people to make the following request from their Egyptian neighbors. Quote, Tell the people to request each man from his neighbor and each woman from hers objects of silver and gold. What a strange request. Why would the Egyptians willingly hand over their valuables? And indeed, we see that their requests are granted, and Am Yisrael leaves Egypt with great wealth. These were lowly slaves, the dregs of society. Why would the Egyptians willingly give over their most prized possessions to Am Yisrael as they walked out of town. Both in chapters 11 and 12, the text uses the same phrase. God gave the people favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. These once lowly slaves have now gained a sense of status in the eyes of the Egyptian public. They see that God is fighting for Am Yisrael, and it changes their perception of them. Additionally, the text adds that, quote, Moshe himself was much esteemed in the land of Egypt, amongst Paro's advisors and amongst the people. The unimaginable damage and destruction brought on by the plagues came at a political cost to Paro as well. His own advisors and his own people turned against him as they saw the power that the God of the Israelites wielded. 
instead of spite and loathing for Am Yisrael, the Egyptians actually desired to please them and draw close to them, even if it meant great financial loss. Why? Because they too wanted to be close to the God of Israel. This shift in status for Am Yisrael is critical. Suddenly they can start to see themselves in a different light. They can take a moment, wash the dirt off their faces, and feel a sense of human dignity for the first time in hundreds of years. It's not for naught that immediately after God's request for the riches of Egypt, that God then tells them the following. Before eating the Korban Pesach, the Passover sacrifice, which is the representation of their freedom from slavery, they must first buckle their belts and put on their shoes. Why? Because it's finally time to leave. This is, of course, a physical preparation, but also, and equally important, it's a necessary spiritual and emotional preparation for true freedom. Slaves don't need to put on shoes or tuck in their shirts. God wants to return their human dignity. God wants them to start understanding their great mission as a people. So how did Am Yisrael walk out of Egypt? With beautiful clothes and great wealth, with a straight back and a deep sense of their humanity. They left Egypt, as we see in the beginning of next week's Parsha, biyad ramah, with honor and dignity. They have arrived as a nation, but not as any nation. Look at the end of the Parsha. Quote, and at the end of the 430th year, to the very day, kol tzvaot Adonai, all the ranks of the Lord departed from the land of Egypt. Not a broken gathering of slaves, and not even Am Yisrael. Kol tzavaot Hashem, God's people. And so we see that the transformation of the nation from a despised group of slaves to the nation of God has come to fruition. There are more stages to come, but the initial stages of the birth of Am Yisrael have now taken place, not only on the physical plane, but inside each and every one of their hearts as well. So here are a few questions to leave you with. To what extent do others' opinions shape our perspective of ourselves? And how much should those opinions affect us? I'd love to hear your answers or comments on our Facebook page, RRG Bait Midrash, or on our Instagram page, RRG Bait. In addition, if you want to sponsor a class in memory of or in honor of a loved one, shoot me an email at info at rrgbaitmidrash.org. A big thanks to Yosef Gutman-Levitt for the use of his song, HaYehudi HaKadosh. If you enjoyed... Please subscribe to Sparks from the Fire wherever you listen to your podcasts. Leave us a positive rating and be sure to share. I'm Rabbi Yonatan Yudrin, and thanks so much for listening.